different aspect of the spiritual emphasis where we focus on the Holy Ghost the things that the Holy Spirit does in our life and the things that the Holy Spirit does with us this morning our Father has given us a different aspect and that is what we are coming to look at Amen Amen this morning we are coming to look at the wisdom of God. Wisdom. And not only that, we are also coming to look at the hindrances of wisdom. The things that hinder us from assessing the divine wisdom of God. The hindrances to wisdom. Amen. Amen. And so understanding the things that hinder access to divine wisdom and these are months of spiritual emphasis it is very important for us to understand that wisdom is a mark and result of being spiritual. Amen. Amen. That is why it is only the wise it is only the spiritual that seeks after wisdom. For the Bible says in Proverbs chapter 4 verse 7, it says wisdom is the principal thing. Yes, Lord. Therefore seek wisdom. In all thy getting, get understanding. Wisdom is the principal thing. Therefore get wisdom. And with all thy getting, get understanding. Wisdom is the principal thing. Wisdom is the first thing. It's the most important thing. And so he says, wisdom is the principal thing. That is why this morning, we are coming to look at the things that hinder us from assessing this principal thing, which is wisdom. And as I said, wisdom is is a sign and a mark and a result yeah. of you being spiritual. Yeah. But wisdom is very high from the fool. The fool is never willing to do what is required to attain this. In Proverbs chapter 24 verse 7 the wise writer says he says, wisdom is too high for a fool. He openeth not his mouth in the gate. It's too high for the fool. Why? Because the things to do to attain, to acquire this wisdom is burdensome to him. And so to him, wisdom is far away from him. The distance between the fool and wisdom is like from here to heaven. It's a vast distance. And he's not willing to do anything that is required to attain this wisdom. So what, why, what are the things that hinder the fool from attaining wisdom? One, pay attention. Pay attention to this very well. The first thing that hinders you from assessing divine wisdom, getting access to wisdom, is the wrong company you find yourself in. 
The Bible says, Bible "Be says, not deceived." For bad companies corrupt good morals. First Corinthians chapter fifteen, verse thirty-three. Said bad company corrupt good manners. And so it doesn't matter how. It says, "Be not deceived." Evil communications corrupt good manners. Yes, Lord. In other versions, it says bad companies corrupt good character. It makes you also a bad person. I think it was on Friday or Thursday. I saw a post by Adino Jones. So I think it was a guava fruit. One that is not spoiled. And one that is spoiled. But the one which isn't spoiled was very close to the spoiled one. And so the unspoiled one began to go bad as well. It started getting rotten. And so when our father gave us this message and I came to this point, then immediately what Adino Jones posted came, came to mind. He said, when you are too close to the wrong people, it affects you also. Don't be deceived. That because you think or you see yourself as a spiritual person. And so when you are in the midst of unspiritual people, it will have no effect on you. Be not deceived. It will definitely corrupt you. It will definitely have influence on you. Just like a child who moves from one location to the other. For instance, you are living in a community where there are no Hausa speaking people. And so your child is unable to speak the language. Now you move into an environment. Let's say you move into a zongo. That is where you are staying now. Give your child a maximum of six months. The child will begin to speak Hausa. Why? Because all his contemporaries, all the people, his peers around him, they speak that language. And so he will also begin to speak that language. And so your inability to assess divine wisdom, to assess the wisdom of God, check your company, check the people you have surrounded yourself with. It will tell you why you are unable to assess this wisdom. Amen. Amen. So the quality of your friends show the quality of your mind. The wrong company hinders you access to sound wisdom. That's why the Bible says, don't be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Be not conformed to the pattern of this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. It means once you are in touch with them, once you have surrounded yourself with them, you will begin to conform to them. You begin to conform to their ways. The things that you used to hate, the things that you used to abhor, have the 
you detest because you are in the midst of these people and they do it as though there is nothing wrong with it you also find yourself doing it and so the quality of mindset the mind that you have is determined by the quality of your friends the quality of your friends amen praise him Jesus is alive Amen. Amen. Proverbs chapter 13, verse 20. Proverbs 13, 20. He who walks with wise men will be wise, but the companion of fools Jesus. will be destroyed. He said, He who walks with wise men will be wise. But the companion of fools yes, will be destroyed. Make no mistake. If you find yourself in the midst of the wise, mm-hmm. you will equally become wise. Mm-hmm. But if you find yourself in the midst of the fools, mm-hmm. you will end up becoming foolish. Mm-hmm. That is why it says, Be not deceived. Mm-hmm. For bad companies corrupt good morals. Mm-hmm. So one, what hinders you from access to wisdom is the wrong company you find yourself in. So to be able to access wisdom, you must do away with this bad company. Two, failure of observation. Failure to observe things. Some of you, as parents, your children have begun exhibiting certain signs but you are not observing them. You are not observing them. Before you realize your child, your girl child has come home with teenage pregnancy. It's because you have failed to observe you have failed to observe the moves your son is making before you realize your son has become a witch smoker. Because when he started moving with those that smoke, you thought, oh, they were just mere friends. You refused to rebuke the child. You refused to correct the child. And you refused to observe. And so before you realize your child who used to love God now when you ask him or her let's go to church he or she will tell you there is no God. Because when it began you failed to observe. You failed to observe. So that's why the Bible says go to the ant. Proverbs 6, Proverbs 6 verse 6. Today we will be dwelling on Proverbs. Yes, because Proverbs contains wisdom. It says, Go to the ant, you sluggard, and learn of his way. How are you going to learn of the ways of the ant? You learn of the ant by observing him. It says, consider its ways and be wise. In other words, observe the ant. Observe the ant. So as a mother, as a father, you must be observant. Observe your children. Observe them very well. 
Two years ago, your son was not like this. Your daughter was not like this. Why has he or she suddenly changed? You must know that they are growing. And at every stage, with eight challenges they face, that if you are not observant, you don't draw them closer, there are certain things they wouldn't be able to tell you. But you only get to know through observation. Sometime back, we're having youth meeting with papa and then he was asking us in fact he was asking um, the teenagers and when you listen to the kind of things they were saying girls as young as 12, 13 and 14 and the type of men that were calling them you will be amazed but their parents are unaware of this. Why? Because they are not observing. So if you are here and you are a parent, you are a mother, you are a father, observe your children. Observe them. Very well. Your failure to observe them, what you are doing is that you are willingly handing them over to the devil. And he will use them for you. But if you begin to observe them, if you start to observe them, then you will know that this is going wrong, that is going wrong. And you will be able to use the word of God to correct them. Amen. Let's look at something from 1 Kings chapter 4 verse 32. In fact, start from the verse 30. First Kings is telling us about the wisest man that ever lived on First Kings chapter 4 verse 30. Yes. Solomon's wisdom was greater than the wisdom of all the men of the east yeah. and greater than all the wisdom of Egypt. Mm-hmm. He was wiser than any other man yeah. including Ethan, the, Israel, the Ezraite wiser than Haman, Kauko, and Dadra, the son of Maho. And his fame spread all to all the surrounding nations. Verse 32. He spoke 3,000 proverbs. and 3,000 proverbs. One man. And his songs numbered 1,005. Verse 33. Verse 33. He described plants' life. In other versions, he says, he observed plants. From the cedar of Lebanon to the high sop that grew, that grows out of walls, he also taught about animals. He observed animals and birds, reptiles, and fish. These were the very things that did, um, Solomon observed. And he learned wisdom from them. And so there is wisdom in observation. That is why I am telling you to observe your children. When they leave for school in the morning, when they are going, observe them. When they come back, observe them. What change has taken place? Observe them. Don't leave things to chance. Observe them. Like Solomon observed plants, animals, 
He observed everything. And out of these, he spoke 3,000 prophets and sang 1,005 songs. That is why his wisdom is unmatched. Amen. Amen. That is why you must observe things. To be observant, it means you have eyes to see. But there are people who have eyes but they cannot see. Who have ears but they cannot hear. I am not saying they are deaf or they are blind. They look but they can't see. And so Jesus talked about these people in Matthew 13 verse 13. He says seeing but they see nothing. He said, therefore, I speak to them in parables. Because seeing, they do not see. And hearing, they do not hear. Nor do they understand. They see, but they cannot see. They hear, but they can't hear anything. Neither do they have understanding. Why? The Bible says, because they walk on in darkness. They walk on in darkness. Psalm 80. Psalm 82. Verse 5. He said, They do not know, nor do they understand. They walk about in darkness. All the foundations of the earth are unstable said they know not neither would they understand why because they walk on in darkness and the whole foundation is out of course so jesus said seeing they do not see hearing they do not hear and they do not have any understanding. So it is having eye that see nothing failure to learn the lessons that life presents. And no, our father says something. He says, situations present revelations. Many people see things, but hear nothing. He says, situations present revelations. And most times, God will be speaking to you through his word, through his prophet. But your ears are very thick. And so you do not hear. And so God will allow situations to present themselves. And God expects you to catch revelation from these situations. But if you are not observant, these situations will pass you by. And you will not observe anything. You see, Sometimes, or let me even say now, some of you, you have started putting on weight. But God is speaking something to you. God is telling you to begin to check your weight. But you are not listening. And so what happens? God sends you to the hospital. Maybe a friend is admitted at the hospital. He sends you there. And he wants you to observe things. How people who have become obese are struggling. But you are not observing anything. All that you are concerned about is your fatty meat. Chewing domido. You are not observing anything. Have you, have you, have you observed 
that your heart has started palpitating at a higher rate. But you are not observing anything. Oh, say, oh, me nanti kaka nima kuma ebumi pri pri pri. When I walk a bit, then my hand. And you think it is normal. Who just said that? The Bible is telling God is telling you. Yami kachro. Bible kachro. Through wisdom. That begin to check your ways. Begin to observe the things you eat. Check the things you eat. The fatty content in the things you eat. That is why your heart is beating at a faster rate. And very soon, very soon, you'll be diagnosed of BP. And then you run to pastor. Pastor, pray for me. But when wisdom was being spoken to you, that check the food you eat, exercise, you are putting on weight. Oh, say, you are saying, oh, it's good living. Mm. Mm. The time is coming. Don't be a fool. Don't be an ofui. Praise him. Jesus is alive. Amen. Amen. The third point. Failure to learn from instructive experiences of life. Learning from experiences is not the best way to learn, but it is a way. Those who don't learn from history repeat history. Those who do not learn from the past can never have a future. Anything that ever gave you pain was saying something to you that you never heard. I want it. You cannot walk in wisdom when you fail to learn from either the positive or negative experiences of life. Amen. So these are the things that hinder us from assessing wisdom. The third one is your failure to learn from life's experiences. Don't wait till you go through the thing before you learn from it. Learn from people's mistakes. Learn from people's mistakes. You don't need to put your fire, your leg on a fire. For it to burn you before you know that when you put your leg on fire, it will burn you. Someone got burnt by stepping on a hot object. You should equally know that when you put your leg on a hot object, it will burn you. That is you learning from experience. You learning from instructive experience. Don't wait till you go through that experience before you learn from it. But learn from it whilst others have gone through it or whilst others are going through it because you are not different from them. In John chapter 5 verse 14 Jesus healed someone and Jesus instructed the person. He said, go and sin no more. Afterward, Jesus found him in the temple and said to him, See, you have been made well. Sin no more, lest a worse thing come upon you. He had instructed the person that go and sin no more, lest a worse of all falls on you. In time past, 
The Bible says God winked at our ignorance. But now he commands all men to repent. He commands all men to repent. There is no more ignorance. That I didn't know that when I did this, it was a sin. You have heard about sin. You do not need to commit that sin before you know that it is a sin. You do you do not know. You do not have to harbor anger for you to know that anger destroys. Learn from the experiences of other people. Amen. Amen. Praise Him. Jesus is alive. But all these things, the Bible says, is far higher from the fool. Because he is not willing to do anything that is required to attain this wisdom. Knowledge is in abundance. There are many people that are living in knowledge. Information abounds around them. But they lack wisdom. They lack knowledge. Why? Because they are not making use of it. That's why the Bible says, for lack of knowledge, my people perish. It doesn't mean there is absence of knowledge. Knowledge is in abundance. But the process of acquiring knowledge is a tedious thing for the fool. And so he is unable to acquire knowledge. And you see, the things that you go through to acquire knowledge is not pleasurable. It's not fun. And so not all are willing to acquire knowledge. Amen. Amen. In acquiring knowledge, you need to gather a lot of information. In acquiring knowledge about God, you need to read about Him. You need to read the Bible. You need to listen to messages. But these things are not pleasurable. It is not. It is pleasurable to take your phone and be reading statuses for one hour than to take your Bible and read for 10 minutes. But going through people's statuses on WhatsApp for one hour gives you no knowledge. But reading your Bible for 10 minutes adds a plethora of information that increases your knowledge. But because going through the statuses of people on WhatsApp gives you pleasure, it makes you laugh, you are unable to read your Bible for 10 minutes. So that is what I'm talking about. That it is not that knowledge is not in abundance. Knowledge is in our midst. Knowledge is abundance. It's in abundance. But because the thing to do to acquire this knowledge is not pleasurable, you are unable to acquire knowledge. That's why the Bible says, for lack of knowledge, my people perish. Don't perish because of lack of knowledge. It is not as though knowledge is not there. Knowledge is there. Let me explain it further to you. Now, we are all aware that there is light. But for lack of knowledge, your phone may go off. You are here. 
you have your phone with you you have your charger with you but because you lack knowledge of the use of the socket there you will sit down and be whining and whinging that your phone is off what you have to do is just to plug your phone there and it will charge but for lack of knowledge you are perishing and you are whinging that your phone is off Amen. Amen. Put your hands One together for the Lord. We are learning about things that hinder hinder us from assessing wisdom. And we have said that one, it is the wrong company we find ourselves in. And two, our failure to observe things. Our failure of observation. Now, you, are, you even have some friends that they are planning your downfall. But because you are not observing, when you come closer to them, they are laughing with you. But immediately you turn around, they begin saying something else. And because you are not observing, they will succeed in planning your downfall. And you will fall too because you have failed to observe. But observe. Observe your friends. Observe your children. Observe them very well. You need not speak many words. But just observe them. And you will notice the funny moves they are making. And then you advise yourself. By the wisdom that you are receiving today. By the wisdom that our Father has given us. That I am communicating to you. And the third one. Is failure to learn from instructive experiences of life. Four. An over congested life and mind. This is being too busy. Being drawn into many directions. An over-congested life and mind makes instruction and observations meant to be noted pass you without notice. You have surrounded your life with so many things. You have become a busybody. You have become a busybody. Busy for nothing. To To the detriment of your life. That the things that are going to kill you. You are not observing them. You are not observing them. You have become too busy. You have concerned yourself with so many things. That really do not matter. To the point that you are letting go. You are letting go things that you need to take particular notice of. You are not noticing them. You may be an employer. You have employed people. You are a master. You have apprentices. Or you even have even bought cars for drivers. But you are not observing them. If you would observe. There comes a particular time in every month or in every period that this driver will complain that the car has broken down. Have you observed it? There is always this time that this your apprentice will complain, I am sick, so he or she is not coming to work. But you are not observing it. There is something taking place. Something is happening. If only you would observe you will know the funny things behind the scenes. So observe. Don't 
overly involve yourself in so many things to the point that you are not observing these things, these indications. Praise Him. Jesus is alive. And so don't overly congest your mind with so many things drawn into so many directions to the point that you do not have a clear-cut direction that you are going. You do not have a clear-cut thing that you have set your focus on that that this is what I want to achieve. Why? Because you have become a busybody. A student who is a busybody instead of him to learn the things that are of importance to him is his books. He will not concern himself with those things. But the things that add nothing to his life, but takes away his virtues, his values, they are the things that he will concern himself with. Going for parties. Going for pool parties. Night clubs. These things will not help you pass your exams. Praise him. Jesus is alive. If you are a student here, hear me and hear me well. Don't be like those that Jesus Christ spoke about. That having eyes they do not see. And having ears they do not hear. Because they lack understanding. You cannot live here today and still lack understanding. Because wisdom is being driven into you. And you must receive it as such. If you are a student here, your prime things that you need to focus on are your books. Your books. God and your books. Don't take any. That's why the Bible says wisdom is the principal thing. And therefore, get wisdom. In all thy getting, get understanding. It is wisdom that will let you know that these things that you have busied yourself with are not going to take you far. Are not going to help you pass your exam. Your mother is telling you, take your books and learn. You will sit behind the television for three straight hours and immediately you sit behind your book. For ten minutes, you are dozing off and then you go and sleep. You would have earth in chain and it is not the doing of the devil it's because you have failed to incline your ears to incline your heart to wisdom amen Amen. the guy, the student that is getting 75, 80% in your class that child is not from space that child is being taught by the same teacher like you but what makes the difference? The difference is that this child, instead of sitting behind television for three hours, is behind his book for three hours. And you, instead of sitting behind your books for three hours, you are sitting behind television for three hours. And you sit behind your book for ten minutes. And you begin dozing off. But that person is doing the other one. That is what makes the difference between you and him. Today, incline your heart to wisdom. Incline your heart to wisdom. Amen.
Proverbs chapter 18 verse 1. It says, Through desire, a man having separated himself, seeketh and intermeddled with wisdom. And so don't get yourself overly congested with things. Amen. Amen. Take things one at a time. One at a time. And focus on it. Amen. Amen. If you get yourself overly congested with things, the things that you need to pay attention to, the things that you need to focus on, that you need to observe, they will pass you by without observing. If you have ever watched National Geography, animal documentary, and watch these animals, leopards, cheetahs, tigers, and lions. You see, when they are observing an animal, it doesn't matter what flies passes their face. They never wink their eyes. They will observe and make sure the time is right and they will strike. Same as crocodiles. Same as leopard. Um, I mean, um, uh, these sir, reptile. Um, you know Ochrebin? I don't know Ochrebin. Okay. Snake. It's a snake. Snake. Yes. Yeah, snake. You see, they are very observant. They don't get themselves overly congested with things. A cheetah looking at a wildebeest will never chase a rat. Never. Never. That is an error. And so focus on the right thing. Be observant. I'm telling you about observation today. By the Spirit of the Lord, be observant for today. Everything that concerns you, especially with your children, observe them. Observe them. There are some of you parents here. Your children are on social media. You don't know what they are posting. You don't even know what they are posting on social media. You are not even observing them. If only you would check through their timeline, you will be amazed. You will be amazed. And so from today, if you are here as a parent, observe your children. Amen. Amen. Five. Failure to engage the thoughts. That is the mind. So to me, Failure to engage the mind. Isaiah chapter 1 verse 18. He said, come, let us reason together. God is calling you. That come, let us reason together. Isaiah 1 verse 18. Come now, let us reason together. Says the Lord. He said, though your sins are like scarlet, they shall be as white as snow. Though they are as red as crimson, they shall be like wool. Amen. He said, come, let us reason together. God is asking you that, come, let us engage our minds. Let us put our minds together. He says, come, come and sit down. Let us reason together. That is the meaning. Let us reason together. And so you go to him and say, 
Lord, this is my business proposal. This is what I want to do. This is the money I have. How do I go about it? And then he tells you, wisdom is the principal thing. Therefore, get wisdom. In all that I get it, get understanding. And once you get this, you are good to go. And so it is time for you to engage the mind. It is time for you to engage the thoughts. That's why it says in Romans chapter 12, that be not conformed to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. But by engaging your mind with the word of God, by engaging your mind with the things of God, in so doing, you are engaging the mind. You are exercising your brain. Don't fail to engage the thoughts. Don't fail to engage the mind. This is failure to think deliberately. Ideas are children of thoughts and solutions are the products of meditation. Those who engage their reasoning change the season. It says solutions are the products of meditation. That's why in Joshua chapter 1 verse 8, it said, let not this book depart out of thy mouth, but meditate on it day and night, that you may observe to do according as is written therein. Meditation. What are you meditating upon? It says, this book of the law shall not depart from your mouth. But you shall meditate in it day and night that you may observe to do according to all that is written in it. For then you will make your way prosperous and then you will have good success. Then you will make your way prosperous and then you will have good success. It says meditate on it that you may observe to do according to all that is written therein. Meditate on it. What are you meditating on? Many of us are meditating on the wrong stuff. We consume the wrong stuff. And therefore, it leads us to meditate on the wrong things, which does not lead us anywhere, which does not give us knowledge, which does not give us understanding, which hinders us from assessing divine wisdom. Don't fail to engage the thoughts. Engage the thoughts. Because God is calling you this morning. That come, let us reason together. Come, let us reason together. Six. Failure to acquire information. That is knowledge. It is failure to renovate, meet mentality by upgrading knowledge. The three most important things you need to upgrade. One, spiritual information. Financial information. Career information. But we are going to focus on spiritual information. Because this is a month of spiritual emphasis. And so our focus is on spiritual things. Things of the spirit. And so how to upgrade our spiritual information. He says, don't fail to acquire information 
don't fail to acquire spiritual information. It is very important. It is very important. Because when you lack these things, the Bible says they make you neither. It said when you have these things, they make you neither unfruitful or barren in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. When you acquire these knowledge, these information, they make you so that you do not perish. But you are perishing because of lack of information. Lack of knowledge. It is not, as I said earlier, it is not because the knowledge is not there. The information is not there. It is there. Like we have always been announcing that the messages are available. The messages are available. Come for them. You are not coming for them. It is not as though the messages are not there. They are there. But your failure to come for them, to go and listen to them, it is not making you add to your spiritual knowledge, your spiritual information. You are failing in that. But I believe after today, especially the messages, you come for them. Now, all you need is 20 Ghana cities for pen drive, pen drive which we have already provided here. 20 cities. And you will have as many as 90 messages. messages. In fact, over 90 messages of our Father. Messages including prayers. And in prayers on a pen drive. Oh, pen drive so. so when you have your Bluetooth speaker, oh, oh, Bluetooth speaker nah. you are back from work. Oof, yeah, you just plug it in. Oh, yeah, Allow it to play. Money, emo. Just fall asleep. Oh, yeah, in fact, when you are dreaming, oh, so da, you will dream having these messages playing in your oh, dream. So da, ni, you wake up in the night, oh, sorry, the message is on. Nah, eh, oh, so. If you are awake for 10 minutes, oh, sorry, that is 10 minutes of you acquiring spiritual information adding to your knowledge. If you are awake for 30 minutes, that is 30 minutes of you adding spiritual information to, already, to the information you already have. You are upgrading your spiritual knowledge. And so by the time the day ends, so if you were in the room for let's say 8 hours, you have listened to eight hours of messages, including prayers. Do this for six months and see how spiritually you will become. Amen. One month. So don't let this pass you by. Observe this. Shall we? This is something for you to observe. Don't let it pass you by. How are you going to observe it? When you have acquired a pen drive, so your pen drive now? worth 20 Ghana cities. The 20 Ghana cities, 20 cities that you go and use to buy fried pork. That, that will make you obese. And increase your BP. BP Use that 20 cities. To buy pen drive. Pen drive. Which has over 90 messages. I want messages. And listen to it. And see your life transformed. To an enviable one. Amen. Put your hands together for the Lord. Proverbs chapter 1 verse 5. 
It says, a wise man will hear and will increase learning. Let us read this together. I believe I'm talking to wise people this morning. And so we must read this together. Ready? Go. A wise man will hear and will increase learning. And a man of understanding shall attain unto wise counsels. If you are a wise man this morning, put up your right hand. Say, I will hear. I will hear. And will increase learning. And will increase increase learning. I will hear. I will hear. And will increase learning. And will increase learning. So as you have heard this morning, increase your learning. Amen. Increase your learning. Amen. How are you going to do that? I have told you the messages are available. The pen drives are available. We are not selling them for a profit. It's just for the cost of the pen drive. We first started with CDs. You didn't buy them. Because the excuse was that I do not have a CD player. But now we have pen drives. I believe you all have Bluetooth speakers. Even if you don't have these abochis that have been passing by, not abochi, 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 yes. Who have been selling these Bluetooth speakers? Bluetooth speakers. I don't think it will cost more than fifty cities. Invest in this. Invest in acquiring spiritual knowledge. Buy one and get one of the pen drives. And I bet you, your life will never be the same. Because it is very important for us to acquire knowledge. Let us not fail in the acquisition of spiritual knowledge. Because knowledge is the base for wisdom. Information is the bedrock that is the raw material for wisdom. Wisdom is the profitable application of knowledge. How can you apply knowledge if you do not have one? How can you increase in knowledge if you do not acquire information? How can you acquire information if you do not have access to it? But we have made it all simple for you. You don't have to roam to acquire this information. We have brought it to you. Acquire one. Increase in knowledge. And get a profit of applying this knowledge. Which is wisdom. Because the Bible says. In Proverbs 4 verse 7. Wisdom is the principal thing. Therefore get wisdom. And in all thy getting. Get understanding. Amen. Amen. Put your hands together for the Lord. The last point. That's the seventh point. The absence of meekness. The absence of meekness. Those of you who follow Papa on Facebook, and I think on our WhatsApp page, he posted something within the week. He said, Arrogance is the major identity of the fool. If you are too big to learn, you become too poor to leave. You become too poor to leave. 
When you are humble enough to learn, there is no limit to where you can reach in life. The absence of meekness hinders you from assessing wisdom. It is meekness. That is why you are sat here this morning. Though our father is not around, but because of meekness, you have come to listen to the word of God. And that is meekness. That is humility. And what does the Bible say about humility? He said God will lift you up. He said God opposes the proud. But he lifts up the humble. He gives more grace to the humble. If you are not meek, it means you are proud. You are filled with pride. And the Bible says God himself will oppose you he will cause the east winds to oppose you. In fact, God himself, the Bible says, he himself will abase you. It's like trying to get up and then someone is pushing you down. It's like you drowning in a pool. You are trying to come up but there is someone stronger than you that is submerging you in the water. What is going to happen? You are going to die. And so embrace meekness. I can't know that you have meekness today that despite the fact that our father is not around you could have sat home that it's just these small small boys that are going to preach but because of meekness you have come to listen to the word of God the word of God the power of the word of God the potency in the word of God it doesn't matter the mouth from which it is coming from the power remains the same. The potency remains the same. Don't look at the person bringing the word to you. Listen to the message. Listen to the word. In any way, this is not my message. It is a message our Father has given to us. And so all that I am speaking, you could see I am reading from my diary. Is a message our Father has given a message us. And so, if Adino Jones or Adino Otu should stand before you, he will preach the same thing to you. The same thing. It is not my message. It is not their message. It is the message that our Father has given to us to be given to you. Amen. Put your hands together for the Lord. And like I said about the second point in the things that hinder us from assessing wisdom that your failure to observe if you had observed even when our father was away anytime any of us stand before you or after I had come to stand before you and Adino Jones or Adino Otu comes they come to you with the same thing if you have observed but because you have not observed you may think it is our own message but it is not from us it is a message our father has given to us to be given to you Amen wherever our father is may God bless him may God increase him because in this time he knows that what 
this generation is lacking is wisdom is wisdom spiritual wisdom divine wisdom but if you shall get this which you have received this morning and I want you to add more to it by acquiring the messages there is nothing that you cannot achieve there is nothing that you cannot achieve. Because even the ants that is unable to farm in the rainy season, it does not starve to death. That is why the Bible says, go and observe the ants. It says, go to the ants. You sluggard. You lazy. He says, consider his way. In other words, observe it. Observe the ants. Observe his way. And you will become wise. And you will become wise. May God bless us this morning that all the things that we have learned this morning which are a hindrance to we assessing divine wisdom may God take it away from us that today we have acquired knowledge that is the foundation of our wisdom the the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom and you know something? The Bible says Jesus Christ has been made divine. He has been made wi- in First Corinthians chapter one verse thirty. He said Christ has been made wisdom to us. And so wisdom is not far away from us. But because of these hindrances, we are unable to assess it. He said, but of Him you are in Christ Jesus, yes, Lord. who became for us wisdom from God. Yes. Jesus Christ has become our wisdom today. And righteousness and sanctification and redemption. We are in Him. We are in Jesus Christ who has become wisdom to us. If you never knew this, you know this today that Jesus Christ is our wisdom. And therefore wisdom is not far from us. Wisdom is very close to us. In fact, wisdom is in us. But because of these hindrances, we are unable to assess this wisdom. But if we will do away with all these hindrances, one, by being away from the wrong company, two, by being observant, three, by being meek, by acquiring information, spiritual information, our wisdom will be uncomparable. Our wisdom will be uncomparable. If we shall observe, if we shall observe, I am on your children this morning. As a parent, if you are here this morning, if you shall observe your children, if you shall observe them and observe them very well, you will not lose your children to alcohol. You will not lose your son or your daughter to smoking of weed. You will not lose your child to bad company. Observe them. Be observant today. And don't lose them to the bad company. To the wrong company. Shall we be on our feet? We are going to pray shortly that the word that we have heard this morning that the things that hinder us from attaining wisdom by now you should know 
that wisdom is the principal thing. And so we need wisdom. All that we are doing, we need wisdom. If we will apply wisdom in everything, there is no limit to how far we can go. And so we are going to pray that Father lift up your hands and close your eyes and say this before me. Say, Father, I come before you today as I ask for you help. I ask from you help on my journey of wisdom. I receive total deliverance from the wrong company. Help me to live a decongested life and mind. Help me Lord to engage my thoughts productively. Help me Lord never to be satisfied to continuously acquire information. Deliver me from the spell and spirit of pride. I receive deliverance. Oh Lord, in Jesus' name, begin to pray. Father, in the name Oh Lord, deliver us this morning from the pride, from the spell and the spirit of pride. In the name of Jesus, Mando grant us help on our journey of attaining wisdom in the name of Jesus. We approach the throne of grace this morning. We approach the throne room with boldness and we obtain mercy this morning and we are finding help in time of need, in time of difficulty. We need your help, O Lord, on our journey to attaining wisdom in the name of Jesus. As parents here this morning, Lord, we pray for wisdom. The wisdom to be able to observe our children. We do not want to lose our children to the bad company. We don't want to lose our children to alcohol, to smoking, to prostituting, to stealing and to fraudulent life. We want to lead our children in your ways. Grant us wisdom. Wisdom for us to be able to do that. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen, 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 amen. You may be seated.